Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Conscious Reconstruction Podcast. I am the motherfucking host with the most. I am joined here with Ash, Charles, everybody's in the building. They're looking like they got a lot of energy. They're looking happy and chipper. That's a lie. <laughs> These niggas look lethargic and down, but it's cool. What? Because I'm here. I'm chipper. Okay, well, look at that. Charles looks chipper. Ash said she's down and lethargic. How are y'all doing? <laughs> down and lethargic, nigga. <laughs> chipper. All right, good. I'm glad that we uh, acknowledged that I was correct. <laughs> look at me. Motherfucking Nostradamus in this bitch. But uh, welcome, welcome to Wasn't another Nostradamus order. wrong? No. What? No, nigga. He predicted the apocalypse, didn't he? That don't mean all of you is wrong. He was just like, oh, nigga, you just done. It's he a reason right why about his, like 90% his book, of his shit. Yeah, his books are still popular for a reason. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that is the <laughs> predominant thing that I actually know him for. So, Oh, yeah, no, he predicted a lot of different stuff. And so 90% of it, correct. So the world ending, not necessarily correct. It will end in 2012. But uh, most of the other things, pretty spot on. <laughs> Weirdly spot on, actually. But yeah, no, that's me. I got called a Renaissance man the other day. You got a pu- you got puffy clothes. Whoa! What does that mean? Not what it means. Uh, that's what I took it for. I know. I, I, I clearly, <laughs> um, a Renaissance man is someone who is well versed in a lot of different subjects and things like that. I'm gonna make sure. You and, know what we need to do? We need to get Tony puffy clothes. Mm. That is a. That's not, I want him to walk around with like, don't you know those weird like pleated, flared things? I'll wear it. If y'all get the outfit, I'll put it on. But, I don't know about this y'all shit. <laughs> My name is Paul, and that shit's between y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you the person who be out here going to all these different things. I need you to get this I'm man not. a pleated collar. I'm gonna need so you to walk do around it and then hand it to him, and then I'm just gonna watch. You're gonna, gonna walk around like it's brighter tit or something. It's just like ho ho ho. Being a renaissance man is someone who is like knowledgeable in a lot of different subjects from like different industries to philosophically to just like common things. So they're well versed. I was kind of just talking about like all the jobs and things that I did. They're like, you have done a lot of like everything. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know you were a firefighter. I was like, well, yeah. They're like, you like a renaissance man. That's the goal. That is <laughs> definitely uh, something that has been on my mind. It's like that's something I would like to like aspire yeah. to be like being just like well versed, well versed in things, but also like high class in it. Like the way you carry yourself, the way that you operate, and then also being well versed so you can have conversations with like a plethora of people you can sit in different rooms and not feel like you just gotta shut up and just be quiet because you don't have anything to contribute to the conversation I wonder how much I would have to pay someone to actually like switch all your clothes out with renaissance clothing this nigga is really trying to make me a renaissance period it's just like and then but every single time you bring new clothes in 
they just changed they just them. swapped them out with new Renaissance clothing. That would be frustrating. <laughs> it's just like, but they, that... it has to happen like progressively or like it has almost like it has to happen in stages. That means one day you just walk in and what. And like for some reason your hoodie just had a has like a pleated collar to it. It's just like what is going on? Oh, you crossed a certain threshold, and now all your clothes just slowly shifting to looking like that. No, no, no. there's nothing you can do. That would be unacceptable. Very unacceptable. That would be the superpower yeah, I would I am, give you. All your clothes this, in the suit. I would give you a superpower, and it's the worst one in the world. <laughs> oh, that's not the worst one in the world. This nigga with little my ability on. does nothing. It turns my clothes into pleated fucking shirts. I mean, nothing is better than like everything you everything you touch becomes softer. No, that's better. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I'm touching all kinds of things. <laughs> I can see Tony as like a more like pillaging and plundering <laughs> with a sword. That's what I can see him doing. I, I had to put you would in his palm. <laughs> to go back to the time period where well, plunder was just that. cool. Plunder was cool. Yeah, like <laughs> melee weapons were <laughs> the way to go. His hand is riding you, on the like, horse. I can see him doing that. You, like your power was gained by like through force and action and cunning and things like that. Yeah. Like if there was a thing. Here I would in these do streets. I know. I would go to. <laughs> I would go to China <laughs> niggas down, and I would make sure to true. undiscover gunpowder. It's just like this does nothing good in the world. We getting rid of gunpowder, and then we just get rid of explosives. That means we. I need to evolve all the way ahead to where we are, except for just. It's just like we just don't have guns. Everyone carries around swords, and life is easier because you know what happens. You ever see the out of shape motherfucker kill a bunch of people with a sword? Nope. They'd be out of energy at, by person too. Honestly, I'm just going to get rid of Newton. No, Eisen. Edward. Einstein. Oh, leave Einstein alone. Mm-mm. He's not like, he could go. This nigga was not needed. I might let him discover a whole bunch of things and then get rid of him. Why? Because <laughs> I feel like. He's the foundation to what led us to like nuclear what shit. Oh, well, Newtonian physics is important inside of that, based on the fact that it is literally. Yeah, the foundation. So no, no, no. You, I mean, have to but the thing go. about that is that a lot of that was observation. So it's very possible that someone could actually discover it. I like because gunpowder is a very like it is a chemical compound that if I just find the person who just came up with regular black powder and then also find the people who decide to run off improvement on things it's just like you know what we'll be good after this and now we have to storm beaches like the good old fashioned way and people just wouldn't be people would be a lot less warlike no I'd be super warlike get my sword right and my children horses <laughs> yeah but I'm telling you, I would have a whole kingdom yeah, but at least you would have to. There is a point at which where that's just not as viable as it used to be. It's just yeah, like, now, yo, where it's well, wet. no, I'm not talking about now. I'm just talking about when you 45 years old and you're just sitting up here like, all right, I'm in shape for a 45 year old. But if I run up against this 28 year old, he is go is just like he just probably go end up killing me. Because I my physical ability is degraded. It puts itself life on things like this. Yeah, no, no, no. Because inside of my kingdom, I'm going to be raising up some good young ones that know that, hey, 
Yeah, this is kingdom is y'all's. So the way that we do it is we honor the old, we protect them, and we slay anyone that comes towards us. Just I just so happen to be old now. No, no, I'm gonna <laughs> have started it when I was young and then be protecting the elders. So that way they see and they come up and they know that he did this, we do this, and it's just a thing that we give the kingdom to the younger generation. And in exchange for that, as we become less able-bodied, they offer their protection. Oh. And, and nah, I'm not kidding about to be slaying niggas. It's going to be ruthless. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm going to be like Negan. <laughs> you need to chill out. It's no one be. needs that energy within the world. <sighs> Negan was just made silly mistakes. Yeah. I don't know what you mean no one needs that energy in the world. No one needs that Y'all, Negan energy. No one needs Negan energy. That's why I want a zombie apocalypse. I don't want a zombie apocalypse. We need to chill out talking about zombie apocalypse. Just let them die. Mm-mm, I would love one. <sighs> no. I don't know how we always get back to here. Always. He can't help himself. Y'all bring me to melee weapons and in the world that I think would be fun. And then I tell you what I really think. If a fun. zombie apocalypse happens, I don't want <laughs> a melee weapon. Like, I don't want a melee well, weapon. Well, no, it's probably not going to just be melee weapons in the beginning, but eventually you're run out of bullets. And mm. um, I can get, just give me, get me access to a query and a chemistry book. We can figure out how to, to cartridge and manufacture. I mean, you can make it, you just got to, but then it's also hard to get black powder and things like that. So, I mean, like, you could do it, but it's nowhere going to be in the supply that it was before. And so right. that's fine. Mostly melee weapons. And then I just think this would be fun. This is just a more interesting time. Come on with some single This action. is just very, like, mediocre. Like, cut your wife in. This is go to work, come home. Yeah, don't nobody Fuck really your be, wife. I mean, it's going to be really the same. Be like, I hate to tell you, but life has always been that. No. no. This is like. That's not true. Yeah, it is. I understand what he's saying. People lack like passion, like ain't no real wars really. Don't nobody really fight for anything anymore. Like we fight just, for money. I'm um, talking about a real like harder to cause. Ancient Rome, you spent a lot of the Romans spent a lot of time just the saying was the sun never sets on the Roman Empire. That's that's no, that's what they said about the British Empire. I know. I know. <laughs> it's just like that was a thing. But regardless, the Roman Empire was primarily around the Mediterranean. It did work its way up to England. They, they actually did all, sing, send a couple of Roman leaders up to England. They got their ass kicked. But all well, they, they didn't did get their was, ass kicked. They killed like total 10 to 1. Yeah. But they, didn't, they still didn't win. But what I'm saying is that wasn't just going home to your fucking wife and paying bills. Well, that's how. Well, that's how a small percentage of the people who existed within Rome. You know what still most people who existed in Rome did? Farmed. You know what that is? Wake up, farm, but still go to sleep. you had to work for your no, food. See, and that in, gave in that you some time, sort of purpose. What I could choose to do is give me a few good men and start taking shit. Oh, well, if you, well, mm, meh, meh. And start gaining followers and start my own little like area. 
and then the Roman Empire comes down on you like a bill, like a billion tons of bricks. But see, I'd rather have that than just like he said. I mean, you can do that right now if you want to. Yes, you can. What's the real motivation for it? You can pull a bunch of people together. Try and take over some land. For what though? No, no, no. I mean, why would you do it back then? No, no, back because then, I could pull a bunch of people together, claim a plot of land, build upon it, and become the lord of that land, and it would be perfectly fine. Right. Right oh, now, I can't. can't. <laughs> Just become a lord when you of got the people who land. say back then who said like Genghis Khan is just like. I want to rule as far as the skyline goes. It's just like, I want to rule everything that exists underneath the blue sky. And that's cool because no one ever really you know done what that before. Also did? What? Allowed people to remain their own thing. Oh, yeah. Well, no. I mean, Genghis Khan wasn't dumb. That was the prime. That was the thing that was more terrifying. It's just like he ran around acting like a wild barbarian, but he was not. It's just like you know the first thing that messes people up when they take somebody over, they suppress the religion. You know the first thing I didn't do, suppress religion. Nope. It's just like yo, pray worship whatever worship you want, still remain their own cultural identity. You just are up under my banner now. The and first that thing allowed I, him to just dominate and take. Over. I actually assimilate into your culture. I always marry at least one person from there, bring them in, try and understand things, govern them the way that they would pr- be traditionally governed in some way, shape, or form, and then make things better, like build roads. I love Genghis Khan. Uh, security and all that other things, but He's one of my favorite conquerors. I want to read a book that kind of dispelled that he was an asshole. Like, I want to find something I mean, that's contrary. He's not really an asshole. But, like, every time you hear his name, you know, obviously it sparks something. I mean, something. he committed atrocities. But I just want to know, like, what... I but feel like I want to hear the opposite. Throwing plague-written bodies into... A play but I want to hear the opposite. So somebody being places. like, nah, he actually wasn't that bad. Like, yeah, he did some things. But I mean, hearing I just the opposite and saying opposite. it's the truth doesn't mean... But it's still challenging me to be like, all right, well, where can I get the middle ground on this? I don't want to just keep hearing one fucking narrative about one thing. I think that the facts are the facts. I think it's just you got to like, for me, like how Charles said, he threw plague ridden bodies into uh, Uh, places. Yeah. In that time period, what I understand is this sick thing will get y'all sick and make this easier. But I I don't really have a full cope understanding of like the science behind this and diseases or but anything we know like plague that. bad but we know that and i know that i need i'm taking y'all over so i look at that as he had a lot of ingenuity so i don't take that as like oh this was a negative thing how people want to spin it be like oh he that's did not spinning anything distributing plague is a bad thing for someone who was back in that time who didn't understand anything really on a scientific level about well, disease or how to protect yourself from disease to be able to weaponize a biological agent and still maintain his own health? I'm not saying it's not intuitive, but I'm it just, is bad. I'm, I don't, <laughs> but for like, me, I don't cast a judgment. That's, there is it's no, not, I don't understand how there is no... It's not. That is not really... Ca- it is. Like, it is a bad thing. It's not. How so? Is it a bad thing when we go over and kill a terrorist? Yes. So all death is bad. Not all death. 
Well, then once you decide that not all deaf is bad, then there's room for nuance and other people's opinion. And so on his side, their deaf means the further advancement of my nation that I am building and creating. That is a very relativistic view of things. No, that's utilitarianism. No, that is not utilitarianism. Is, this is it's the great utilitarianism is the greatest good for the greatest number. All right, you so are not always village, the greatest number. But this one village versus all the people that I represent is probably the greater number. So in that instance, me getting rid of y'all or doing what I need to do to put you on a position that I can take over is a utilitarianistic perspective no the but it is no it's a relativistic perspective because i want that utilitarianistic perspective Uta- is no, re- relativistic because these people were not attacking me there's no group I want that their represents stuff. the entirety of the human population so Plus, it's all plague is back for it plague is back for everyone is it not no how so it wasn't bad for genghis khan <laughs> yes it was because <laughs> you know what genghis khan did what he killed everybody with the plague. So plague was bad for Genghis Khan. No, it wasn't bad for him. It yes, it was. It didn't do anything bad for him. It does. If he didn't think plague was bad, he would allow plague-ridden people in his population. No, he, it, was, it produced good results for him. It did something good for Genghis Khan. So plague is good. No, but he also killed all plague-ridden people. Yeah, so he still useful. believes plague is bad. No, plague is a good tool. Plague, plague is a, a good tool. tool. Just but, like a sword. Is a sword bad? Uh... No. Then this is an arbitrary, like. So, mm, the see that's the thing you're saying that, but a sword kills someone instantaneously. It's not true. Yeah, it does. You cut someone's head off with a the sword, they're dead. Or in those times, you get a laceration and you die from infection. Uh, if you win a battle, majority the way battles work back then is there were there were people who actually policed the battlefield, and if someone was bleeding out, they would kill you. They would find you and kill you. That's the way that worked. So, like saying that, oh, if you got a laceration, that that implies you survived the battle and you won the battle. Yes, but that means it's, you still died of the infection, not the sword. If the sword is applied correctly, the sword kills you instantaneously. I don't know if it's instantaneous. It just kind of cleaves you. You feel that. Yes, you feel it, but it is not a slow, arduous, terrible death. So we're judging the grade of death now. The quality of death is is it, it matters. To yes, you. it doesn't matter to me. The end results matter to me. If it ended and in death, a, then like the quality died. of one's life matters. Yes. I a thousand percent agree with that because I'm fully against like when they tell older people, hey, we got to take your leg. And then three months later, they pass away because I've literally seen that happen. Say, hey, we got to take your leg to save your life. All right. So they took her leg and then she died. Fuck what's the point of taking a leg? So I get that I would have rather kept my leg and preserved my quality of life. And I had to go through that procedure, been in pain, deal with that in itself. If I was still going to end up at death. It within the relative time that y'all thought that cutting my leg off would would stop. So I get the quality of life is important. But judging the way that someone chooses to enact death to me when it's just too arbitrary. It's like we bomb people. 
<laughs> like we incinerate these niggas. And bombs sometimes don't hit the intended target. It hits by a building and then the building falls and crushes you and that's how you die. Like all those can be terrible slow ways to die or you get trapped underneath rubble and you suffocate and you I'm not necessarily a fan of all the bombings and things that we do as it is. I'm not a fan of drop of using uh UAVs and things of that nature to drop bombs on people. I am not fit. I'm not fans of having a bunch of brown kids fear the sky. Not a good thing. Yeah, so I guess my thing is just like, if all of it is bad, then it's all bad. But for me, I guess I'm more of a like, everything has a perspective where it's positive. And so since and everything that's, that's has, inherently relativistic. But if, but no, that's the truth. Everything has multiple perspectives i'm not and saying i'm not saying it's not the truth i am saying that it is relativistic i don't but i guess i'm not choosing to only focus on the positive one i just think that since there is a positive one we can't say this is inherently bad it's by it just is depending upon the ethos you like good and bad is is relative yeah but i'm saying that is relativistic and i tend to argue that relativistic points of view ethically are just tend to be shaky but so is good or bad good or bad is in itself shaky because it's relevant no good what is good it depends on who you are no just define good what does the word good mean something that's not bad that's the the only way you can describe it and that's the entire thing it's just like but since it's only that it is relative you get to choose no, arbitrarily that that, ba- that is based upon the relativistic ethos which is shaky so good and bad are shaky because no re- good and bad are shaky based is based upon the perspective based on, of the, the, the based upon the perspective or which you are using to derive them but they can't be if based you on have, anything if you're, else but perspective uh there are def- there are Different, like depending upon who you're dealing with, by based upon survival of the fittest, what he is doing is completely and totally fine. Yes. Based upon the relativistic, rel, based upon the relative stance that a lot of people take, what he is doing is fine. Based upon the utilitarian stance, the greatest good for the greatest number of people, what he is doing is actually not good because plague spreads. So, what would be the argument? I don't get it. Like, what do you what mean? Would be- but, what is the, but that's the why issue? My, so like my thing is that's there's so many just different perspectives. That's why good oh, no, and bad are but the thing, arbitrary. Right, I mean, so but what you tell the point of putting the judgment on there if at the end of the day it's just relative. Well, relativism is just completely and totally shaky. It's completely but for the most part is bullshit. It, yes, it is. Relativism is bullshit no, because you not. can justify anything based off relativism. But all these because me killing you relative to me is fine. If but I, we don't live that life. If anymore. I use. A, There's a reason why we don't use relativism. If I use a utilitarianistic point of view, there is no group that represents all people. So what people do is use a relevant, relativistic utilitarianism where they say, hey, what is the best for all Americans? And then they choose that. But that might not be best for the rest of the fucking world. And that's the kind and of... That's re- not, but that's not utilitarianism. Well, no, that's because still utilitarianism relative. is the best for the most people. And no. that never happens. Just because it never happens 
So doesn't we mean don't it shouldn't it. happen. But we don't use it. And, so it's and for the most part, see, we're still being relativistic because even from the stance of what we apply for on the rest of the world, are we really thinking about what's best for all Americans? Are we thinking no. about what's best for a small percentage of Americans? Yes. Yeah, because that's what you're supposed to do for your group of people. That's good. No. Yeah, it is. It depends. It's um, good for the Americans. It's not good for a Puerto anything Rican. that we've actually done been good for is anything that the American government has done in terms of domestic foreign policy actually been good for us? Yeah, this is what? one of the most wealthiest countries in the world. It's a 15 billion ways for you to get some money. No, well, saying, I mean, I don't well, know. One, we don't have 1% real of the country here. is the wealthiest percentage. But we don't have like real poverty here. Yeah, most most people is like. That is a patently incorrect we have real poverty here no we don't all my poor niggas that i see got cell phones how many how many poor niggas you see in india right now got a cell phone just chilling and they don't know where their next meal going to that's not i see a bunch of homeless people who don't know know where their next meal are coming from get a dollar from somebody right but that means you're still you're still impoverished i just and just because like no, we have poverty in America. Yeah, like, we do, but it's not like for real in the dirt as poverty for real. It's not, it's a different kind of poverty that you ain't going to really find in other places in the world. That's why I said, I think we're one of the most, if not the richest, the most abundant countries in the world. So I'll say that worked. Oh, oh. but we have terribly digressed. Yeah, because you. <sighs> Fucking Genghis Khan isn't a bad person. And all I was saying is that if I had to be under the assumption that somebody wanted to put me in school, right? And he wanted to make me to train my mind to be a a slave wage person. Then I can't trust all the information that he gave me. That's the only thing I'm saying. And that's why I have to say I'm open to being wrong. I'm open to being wrong about Genghis Khan. That's it. I would just like, like somebody was like, no, actually, we found some information that says that dispels this. And I can look at both information and be like, wow, that's crazy. And then keep going. I'm not trying to make it seem like he's a great guy by finding out more information. I'm just okay with being wrong about Genghis Khan. That's it. (laughs) That's all for me. For me, I guess I don't think that he's a great guy or a bad guy. It's just more that he was a guy in history that did some things and accomplished some things. Right. And the context of like what was going on in that time is different. What people knew and understood was different. So like evaluating them on like our context now is a little unfair. So I guess that's why also like yeah, no, he's probably right. And you saying even if he did that shit, yeah, it's pretty he neutral. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he yeah, did it. It's from pretty neutral all that because like in history. We can look at all kinds of things and be like, are these are terrible people? Yep. Right. And I think that we have a lot of recent history where we have some reconciliation to do inside of our own culture that doesn't involve us going back to like ancient figures and being like, you know, this I'm not wrong. saying we need to go back and cancel Genghis Khan. It is functionally pointless. But at the end of the day, it's just like, hey, what what these things he did were bad. These are the things that he did was that were good. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I you don't want to hear none of it. Like, you're just like, did. fuck him. Like, oh. No, I'm right. just saying using plague bodies is a bad thing. No. But clearly your attitude towards him ain't oh, no, a neutral one. Well, no, it's I mean, going towards and it's leaning towards well, No, there are things that he did that were good. He he upgraded the infrastructures of the country, all the countries that he occupied. Mm-hmm. He created the Silk Road, which was actually one of the most fun, fundamental trading things on the entire inside the entirety of like ever. It allowed Italy to, or like it pretty much connected the Western world to the Eastern world. These are, it's just like, these are huge deals. He did, he, I mean, he moved in. He didn't completely and totally annihilate culture. He did think, he didn't do things that the way that we, we as a culture or a bunch of people as, as individuals hate about the way that the Europeans went through and conquered things because he didn't go there and try and civilize people. He went there and actually engaged them on their terms a lot of the time. It's just like, well, when I took over China, it's just like I engaged them as if I was Chinese. He did the same thing as Mo- with the Mongols. Those were the things that he did. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. But also, fuck throwing that plague bodies inside okay. of some place also it's is not okay. cool. No, it's fine. It's, okay. all it's of just it, like... Uh, for me, all of them are just things that he did. I don't put a, like, a good or bad. The Silk Road was wildly profitable. Yes. But that doesn't mean it was good to me or bad. I'm sure that also created a lot of crime and smuggling and a lot of different trades that aren't spoken about that happened along that road. I mean, smuggling isn't inherently a good or evil act. Well, I meant smuggling of people. Oh, uh, actually, that's another thing that Genghis Khan was, I think, pretty hard on, which was slavery. Was really big on that. Oh, no, I don't think that he was engaging in slavery what i'm saying is if you create a passageway that expedites shipping other people are going to try and use that manipulate that and they were pretty good about he asked they actually patrolled the silk road pretty heavy but no you can't control every single thing that actually happens on something but that's like saying because we create because someone created shipping lanes so if people human traffic along those shipping lanes this it's like it's their fault. No, Not I really. don't. No, I don't say it's their fault. But I there's unintended consequences anything, to everything. But for me, that's why nothing is good or bad. Everything is just very relative. Things have different perspective depending on who you are and how you were affected by it. Genghis Khan created the Silk Road, and they kidnapped my mother, and they took her, and I never saw her again. I hate the fact that this was created. Or, I mean, you could hate the fact that kidnappers were running I around kidnapping people. I f- a merchant, and he created this way for me to get my goods all the way to the West, I am far richer than I would have ever imagined being. I love the fact that he created this. It's just perspective. It's all perspective. It's all Life is relative. That's why I think the relative perspective is the only real one is because everybody sees things differently. Everybody has a different perspective opinion and then we say these I mean like broad concept perspectives on the micro level yeah a lot of people can live a relative life on the macro level we don't execute things the way that on the macro no one does a utilitarianistic approach to anything really 
They say that they should. We idealize it. We talk about how it's beneficial. And then we go back to doing things that are only well, beneficial I mean, that's, to. There are places that do do things in a utilitarianist perspective. There are places that have universal health care. There are places that do. That that's have not it. utilitarianistic. If you're talking about all people, that's their people. Right. They're not giving well, it to. They, they you, didn't say, hey, I'm not all expecting, humans. No, 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 I'm not expecting the UK to come over here and start paying for our health care. No, not pay for ours, but say, hey, you guys can come over to our country and get free health care. You can. Not without being a citizen. No, you can't. And Or at the very least, you can get significantly cheaper health care. You know how much it costs. Some, someone actually went over to Japan. They got a tooth removed. They were expecting to pay like they did here. You know what they ended up having to pay? $90. And the Japanese were acting like this is like they were legitimately like this is the best that we can do. We're sorry we got to charge you this much, but because of the way things work and the fact that you're not like a full Japanese citizen, you have to pay $90. But you still got to go over there to go get it. Yeah, but it's, well, that's... You tell them to this, we'll be giving it to everyone. But they they can... you. But I functionally, that's not possible. I recognize just like that. You can but do it within functionally, your Functionally, you tell Philosophy doesn't work functionally. But if every single country decided to give it to their people, you know what people would stop doing? Probably just start charging for health care. But they still have a right to say, no, we don't want that. But Whether we think this is going to help or not. what's going to happen because no one has decided to focus on all of humanity. It's all of my nation. When you want utilitarianistic, I guess that's, for me, I don't, like to say I'm something if I'm not going to really like embody it. Like people be like, oh, why aren't you a Christian when you like have gone to like a Christian school and like recognize some of the tenets and things like that? Because I don't follow them. And since I don't follow something, I don't think that I should identify as it. It it, it would be disingenuous. There are a lot of Christian structures that I don't. don't follow you, a utilitarianistic perspective or philosophy as a people and not as a people in the United States, but as a people, period. That's not what we do. We're out for self. So this is an idealistic worldview that we would want to get to. I'm cool with that, but that's just not what it is. Everything I mean, is different cultures have a different setup. Japan has a more hotel, uh, utilitarian or like the great, greatest good for the greatest or like we're all we're in this for the cost type thing. China, I don't know what they really actually have because I haven't really been over there. Uh, or because what one would say and one actually does there is very disjointed. Uh, I know South Korea definitely has a one for all type of thing, or all and all for one. What about type Mexico? Thing. Mexico, Mexico, kind of the Middle East. Mexico suffers from a similar plight that America does. They were con- they people came there, they conquered the entire thing, and they fuck, fucked a lot of things up. All of South America is a necessary utilitarianistic perspective. The Middle East doesn't really have that perspective. A lot of places in Africa. So I mean, sure, there's pockets of that too, but then there's also large swaths that don't. So it's back to just shit is relative. Shit is like, hey, maybe we do it over here and this works for us and we don't do it over here and we figure out, hey, this kind of works for us. I mean, a lot of the places that you named on the back half, things aren't really working for anybody. 
unless you got a shit ton of money. Like stuff don't like. Yeah, but that could be said for America. I mean, that's also true. I'm not saying things work here. But that's a lot of places in the world. So if we're not going to be as a people focus on utilitarianistic principles and philosophies and adopting that way of action, I just don't see it as like a, a real thing for me. For me, it's it's. It's a pipe dream. Yes, I would love for us to operate the way that you, the way that you're saying. Like, like not, not get that twisted. The way that I would like things to happen is the way that Charles is saying them. That would be amazing to me if we could all focus, because I think that that would make us, hey, focus on the planet and figure out how to stop polluting and killing it. Focus on animals and stop killing them because they're the steward of this earth and make a lot of the shit that we need fucking function. Like bees. Bees are wildly fucking important. And niggas just be like, oh, there's a bee crisis. And be like, oh, niggas don't care. It's just. Stop using pesticides to kill bees. Yeah, there's. No. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of things that we could do if we were really focused on like. I mean, a lot of things are very. Some things are very, very simple. You're, you're right. I just don't think that we're going to get there as a A people. lot of people aren't necessarily willing to sacrifice for the greater whole. I get that. Yeah, your culture going to it. Like, you had to think about Japan been doing that shit for God knows how well, long or shifting. Yeah, your culture got a lot to do with it. How you being programmed has a lot to do with why motherfuckers not. America has a very individualistic culture. Yes. And like everybody out for themselves type of thing. You can argue whether or not that's been damaging or fulfilling, but like, I mean, but it really hasn't ran rampant until like post 70s. But I've said that um, we've I've had that conversation like a billion times on here. Like this is a where we are is a relatively recent thing. It's happened within the last fifty years. It just happened in a real like undoing things happens. Like people aren't gonna start tripping until you start being charged to go into parks and just other shit. I mean, yeah. But I think we've unpacked this. The- All right, this has been conscious reconstruction and go ahead. All right, we had to take a quick little break because I had to use the bathroom, but I'm back now, and I got a question for y'all. Why do all the Disney kids become crackheads? <laughs> That's what you took from that? That's yep. what I want the show title to be called, Disney Crackheads. <laughs> yeah, that's what they I don't find us Disney and sue us. Disney Crackheads, please. No, no, no. Just put the the little like symbols what you talking in the middle about? Right, who so it don't say Disney directly, <laughs> but right, everybody notices. I feel like Disney. it's a child actor thing where you... Unilaterally, the only person I have seen that was legitimately famous that didn't go Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie um, McGuire did not go off the wall, or was it Hillary Duff that went crazy? You, that is the same person. Yes, <laughs> and then she went. They went. They no, went, didn't no, Hillary she Duff just had a she couple. Know, she kids. well adjusted. It's one of them. You talking, <laughs> about, Mi- you talking about Miley Cyrus? <laughs> nope. Who is it? Then? Are you talking about uh, Amanda Bynes? Amanda show. Mm. Are you talking about <laughs> Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> yes, probably. Probably Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan's This nigga said Lindsay McGuire and Hilly Duff, one of them. Yeah, man. <laughs> like Miley Cyrus went wild for a bit. Uh, you are correct. Lindsay Lohan, the parent trap girl, went, went off the deep end for a little while. Might still be off the deep end. We don't quite know. Right. Uh, Britney Spears, technically. She was a child star, right? 
Yes. I mean, yeah, if you're a teenager, you're a teenager. Her and Justin Timberlake were both inside the Mickey Mouse Club. Justin doing cool. Christina yeah. doing cool on the front end. We don't really know. Like, Justin Timberlake seems like he's relatively fine. But. You niggas got to shut the fuck up forever and don't speak to me like what? I know who I am. Lizzie McGuire, a.k.a. Hillary Duff. No. Lalin was arrested on felony count of methamphetamine possession. What the fuck are you talking about? Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> no, that's not Lizzie McGuire. This is Hillary Duff. This is who played Lizzie McGuire. You just I gonna know. forget all that information? No, she tell him. Star drug arrest. Y'all just gonna just act like I'm not reading it. Drug arrest. She, no, this bitch was arrested for drugs. Oh my god. You talking about that that's Miranda. That that yeah. no, this is Hillary Duff. This girl right here, I don't know who the fuck that is. But that's Hillary Duff and she played Lizzie McGuire. I don't know who that other chick is that you just saw. You're right. Lizzie McGuire <laughs> has went to jail. That's right. Yes. But who you was talking about? Right, like was I a said, Disney star? Lizzie McGuire was a Disney star and a drug addict. <laughs> no, she, <laughs> there was the name of the show. I don't, that was I don't care that show. it was Hillary Duff. I don't care that her real name is Hillary Duff. I'm really trying her, to be I'm like, call her no, Lizzie fuck McGuire. Okay. You know, no, still cool. fuck y'all. No, it's her not. name is Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> I no. mean, that's fine. That's fine. You're, well, but no, you're it's not fine because you're not right. He's still wrong. No, it's fuck us. But you can be wrong over there on no fuck us shit. You right. Keep that. Keep that on. Keep it on. But you still wrong. Like Hillary Duff has a kid. She's out here chilling. <laughs> yeah, she did a whole little architectural mm. digest of her house. She got chickens and shit. What's that have She got little thickums. Are you talking about someone from Hillary Buff? Definitely crazy. Right, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Somebody from Lisa McGuire is not having is not adjusted, but it's not Hillary Duff that went off the deep end, at least publicly. Oh. It's Nick, just that, like Topanga's doing all right. Not a girl that's in um uh, what's that show? I Carly, the one that's been going out. I'm telling how terrible her mother is. Oh, you mean her the, name? Paper name again with an aunt. I know um, too. You have to understand. I wasn't a part of the I Carly generation. I wasn't either, but I but, know she went around like she wrote a whole book. Like I'm glad my mom's dead. I think that's the name Jesus of the fucking Christ. title of the book. And all the crazy shit her mom said to her, making fun of her weight. You got to work more. How could you do this to me? I'm like, damn, that's fucking insane. Oh. But no, that industry is wildly about... exploitative. Yeah, well, I mean, and uh, it... one half of Drake and Josh, I do believe, went off the fucking deep end. Yeah, which one was the fat one? Because I never watched that show. I don't know. One half, I just know one half but of Drake and Josh. That fat one got fine, and he doing well. Yo, <laughs> the fat one ain't fat no more, and he cute, and he, gotta, he can talk. Mm. That's a good example of what happens when you get your shit together. Like, I do believe the one with the bowl cut went completely and totally off the I deep think end. that's Drake. And then the fact one, Josh. Because one is actually out doing stuff, and I do, I don't know what happened to the other one. I don't know. They're not, they're not on talking terms, apparently. Listen, <laughs> the, the big one can get it nowadays. He's old enough, too. Because he was out talking about the facts that he doesn't get residuals from Drake and Josh. But because child actors don't get residuals, but adults do. Mm so he was talking to someone who actually made an appearance on Drake and Josh and he gets like a little tiny check every single time the episode runs and Drake is sitting up here like wait a second 
You get residuals. I don't get shit. Who else? Macaulay Culkin. He was fucked up for a while. He just got his shit back together. And yep. still like a real, every time you talk to him, he personable. I'm not going to say like, oh, I know Macaulay Culkin. He's a great guy. No, I know his persona. Every time you get on screen. Oh, uh, Macaulay Culkin just looks like someone who's been strung out. But still, like, they chew you up, and after you ain't cute no more, they just throw you the fuck away. That's why that's it. we had to ask. Once you stop looking like what everybody fell in love with, your there's a lot of things to end. it. Because you end up surrounded with a bunch of people who just kind of use you. Mm hmm. Online, they take your, like, your parents take your money, they spend the shit up, and they use, they pretty much spin you out. And the next thing you know, you can't really do shit with people of your peers because it's just like, imagine like Hillary Duff trying to go to school after she left Lizzie McGuire and she just kind of like out here, like right. I'm trying to go to regular college. Oh my God, it's Hillary Duff. Leave me the fuck alone. And then on top of that, your schedule, your filming schedule, I don't know how the fuck you supposed to fit in school. I don't even want to know. how. Oh no, is. you just homeschooled if you were a child star. Right. And then think about this, like, depending on how popular you are, you probably get in, in a whole bunch of adult situations, like going to parties that you probably shouldn't be going to. Stay the fuck in the house. Yo, them fucking perverts. Whether you a boy, whether you and, a boy uh, or a girl. What's the homie's name? Damn. He cute, too, but I never remember his name. His name Aaron Kelly. something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. Aaron Carter? Uh-uh. His name Aaron. He was just in this movie, Bullet Train, but, um... Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. His name Aaron something. I know a few things about him. But anyway, when he was a kid, he had that old bitch grooming him. And he was 18 when they took the picture. He was already in the industry when he was young because he was already like, you know, a conventionally handsome guy. So it's not even just dudes preying on girls. It's Aaron like Aaron Taylor Johnson? There we go. I don't know what you were doing before this, Aaron Taylor Johnson. You were doing something. No, he been in a whole oh, bunch of shit. He was in kick ass. Yeah, he been in a whole bunch of shit. Apparently. He was in that movie with uh, Karen Knightley, the sad one where she killed herself. I ain't never seen the movie. I only seen clips. Jack Sparrow. He was Kingsman, in that movie. He was in Tenet, The Wall. Actually, yeah. he has a fairly large. Yeah, he ain't no small. He ain't no small fry. But I bring that up to say, like, it was an old woman around him when he was young. Do y'all know who Gordon Jardridge is? Who? Yes. Gadget, the boxer. No. No. So he's an ex-boxer. Um, y'all remember that cocaine boat? Um, the chase boat that had tons of cocaine on it that we talked about like years ago. No, mm -hmm. just Google cocaine boat and chase. Okay. Cocaine boat chase? No, like Chase Bank, J.P. Morgan Chase. <laughs> <laughs> their bank, their boat had cocaine on it. Mounds of coke? Yeah. Tons of cocaine. Chip sized and. $1.3 billion cocaine bust is owned by J.P. Morgan Chase. Yes. Now, you know who they're uh, blaming for that? Ex-boxer Gordon Gajic charged over 1 billion cocaine Caesar. This is who they said is the person that had the whole J.P. Morgan boat. That's a lie. <laughs> Y'all just found the... Y'all just found oh, okay. J.P. Morgan is just like... All right, we will give you the value of this entire cocaine bust if you just take this L. It's not like you, it's not like it's like crack or anything. You're only going to go down for like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> Them heavy hitters, like, that's why y'all really want to know why drug dealers ain't thriving because 
The motherfuckers that built this country don't want no competition. They in the same game that small niggas be playing on a bigger scale. They don't want no competition. They bought, they brought a whole J.P. Morgan Chase boat full of tons of cocaine and said, "You know who? You know who did this? This ex boxer." <laughs> I don't even have the pull to who do this. The fuck, do you think you're talking to? <laughs> Am I stupid? Luckily, I don't live in this country. Like. That's crazy that they were just like, nah, it was the, it was the boxer. <laughs> What'd y'all do? Guy. Just reach on your desk, take the biggest, take a freaking folder and say it was this dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, you Probably. would need to have faith in the <laughs> information in the school system. But then shit like that, get the fuck out of here. That, right there just be that like, involves right, having I get it. faith in banks. <clears throat> I don't have faith yeah, in banks. Yeah, a former heavyweight mm-hmm. boxer has been charged by the U.S. Department of Justice with trafficking 22 tons of cocaine worth over $1 billion. Who even traffics things in that large of amount? Sir, most of which was part of one of the largest cocaine seizures in American history. Goran Gajic from Montenegro was arrested on Sunday night while trying to board a flight to Zurich from Miami International Airport after being indicted by a grand jury in New York. Prosecutors charged a 43-year-old with Three counts of violating the Federal Maritime Drug Law Enforcement Act and one count of conspiracy. I have a couple of questions before we go further. What? So, you know how, like, when you drive in a car, there's, like, police silence shit, right? Yep. You know that's how it operates on the water, right? Yeah. Like, once you start getting close to other people's, like, lands and their water space, they water police be out there, right? Yeah. yeah. How does fuck this boat make it from all the way to fuck it was at to all the way to America without <laughs> anybody saying anything? But I'm gonna continue because y'all said that. Because the National Guard probably just didn't check it. I don't know. Well, all of them. I mean, for, <laughs> just, I mean, I don't know if it just came straight here or if it was just if we were the first stop on the tra- trail or if we were the last stop. Each count carries a minimum minimum sentence of a hundred or uh, ten years in prison. So he's looking at thirty years. The charges stem from the seizure of twenty two tons of cocaine. Yo, you know they goes- com- from three commercial ships in twenty nineteen, including nineteen point eight tons from one ship. So y'all basically got like three tons. From first things first, shirts, but I have a question on how this random boxer can afford $1.3 billion worth of cocaine. They said that the, pro- the prosecutor said that he um, transported it from Europe, the cocaine to Europe from Colombia through American ports using cranes and nets at night to hoist drugs onto cargo ships from approaching speedboats along the ship's routes. The complex operation required knowledge of each ship's crew, route location data, and there was room to store drugs in shipping containers that were already aboard. According to the court papers, Gordes oversaw the logistic, coordinated the crew members, Colombian traffickers, and European dock workers to benefit himself and his Balkan-based cartel. Why would so he, he be here? So you said this nigga, he was the, the brains around it all. The nigga that used to get punched in his head for a living. 
why y'all out here worried? What the fuck are we first? talking about? You know what? As a person, <laughs> it's just like I still see scars around his head. Yeah. <laughs> it's over here. Ad- no, Adrian. <laughs> just, he, he, yeah, he like playing five D chess and shit. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? Like, we could have picked anybody, but that's who we decide on. You saying though? Would y'all be the fall guy? For what, like, what? The, no, no. listen, for one billion dollars, uh, right? Just do no. sit in jail he for ten years. No, 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 it's ten years per charge. Yeah, oh, but they realize they're gonna actually set that up because it's just like, all right, you can, you can actually, what if, what you if, can serve those, uh, like consecutively would be nice. Yes, but what if you get it oh, no, simultaneously? Si- it's like consecutively terrible. They're like, all right, you can serve them simultaneously. All right, so. I'm done in 10. Now, yes, get sacrificing 10 years of your life in a federal penitentiary would suck. It's better to serve inside a federal penitentiary than a state penitentiary, from what I understand. But I know that the company, the people that want me to fall aren't giving me the value of all the cocaine. But, Igor, so what if they did, you didn't have to serve. It just on paper looked like you served. You don't they would have let me get on a plane if that was the case. Yeah. No, <laughs> someone's killing me. <laughs> I need to be in jail for the 10 years. Like, that has to happen. You said I'm safer in jail, honey? I don't yeah. know if I'm safer in jail. Oh, That's a very relativistic point of view. I hope that they recognize that, all right, he took the charge. He's taking the fall. Oh, he's, he's doing there, everything. They, he is not saying the, anything. He is pleading the fifth. He has yeah. said nothing. He snitched on no one. Flip no. Good. Leave me alone. Because no. Please if don't come in our bed. I'm a part of a billion dollar cocaine ring. The one thing I don't want to be is the fall guy. Because that's the nigga that usually ends up dead. Mm-hmm. All right, so we need someone who we don't care about that's expendable that we can go ahead and either send to <laughs> jail or kill. Just enough so that means we can string them out to dry. Yeah, him. Hey, come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not trying to be that nigga. The nigga that you just thought of that. <laughs> it's either that or he needs this. He need, there is only one I'm route saying, to this. You, can only, you cannot only snitch a little bit. You either all the way in or you are all the way out. Yeah. You either go all the way into witness protection or you are all the way out. I would hate have to, having to go into witness protection. Oh. Man, me too. I'm not trying to live with that stress on my shoulders. What the fuck? Witness protection is, a, from what I understand, pretty good as long as the person no, is I'm not hiding. I'm a grown-ass woman. I am not hiding. What does that mean? I'm There's a no, grown-ass woman. You're not woman. dumb about it. My good. issue with witness protection is... The things I want to do draw attention. I want to write. I want. It's like uh, I mean, you just can't write, be a well, you can be a writer anymore. under a pen name. You can just never make appearances. Yeah, you I can can't just, be a human anymore. You see how constricted that is. I am not a child. Well, unless you want to just random then just serve the ten years, Ash. All right, then that's cool. I could just be make your choice in or take now, myself hopefully out. Hopefully, they don't get real but funny when you protection. get out. They better have that money when Nigga, you leave. Nigga, that sound like you might as well just be in prison all that paranoia you got wondering who gonna find me out and all that shit. Get the fuck out of here. If you didn't talk and you go to jail and they got people in that jail, you are going to be protected because they don't want you saying shit. They're going to be protected. That means they can keep an eye on you. That's and That's why gonna be protected. don't commit crimes. This is why. That all sound like too much of a risk. My okay. freedom? All I know is absolutely not. these niggas said a boxer did it. That'd be like... <laughs> The motherfucking mafia coming down and being like, oh, yeah, this nigga, he's the one that smuggled. Or the fucking the Mexican cartel being like, yeah, him. Pedro the, the dishwasher all did all the this weed shit. Over here. What? 
<laughs> Nigga, I work at the paint store. Fuck is you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did what? This nigga now own buckets of paint. Excuse me. I don't even know. No. I did what from where? <laughs> I don't have no money for no fucking you. ships. <laughs> where yes. the fuck I get the money for some ships at? Uh, how you letting if it, I can afford you letting ships? Us know, wait, how are you, how are you gonna let us know? Like, hey man, they try to make they trying to put me with fog out. What's the creative way you gonna let us know? Like. <laughs> I am not being here no more. Yeah, I believe you. I believe you. We gonna walk in here and it's just gonna be like Tony's on the Tony's on the lamb. They said, "Where did he go?" Mm-mm, Tony left. <laughs> He's going to Panama. I got a lot of friends in a lot of different places, <laughs> and some of these places are overseas. Mm. So I will be leaving. What are you talk about? I'm a. Did you go see a Tony over there in a? And uh, with a hair wrap, it's just like I am a Saudi Arabian prince. <laughs> shit, not even because shit. I feel like if you are like the Mexican cartel, you probably got some good reach in America, Canada, mm-hmm. South reaching America. Up the, reaching up to Canada is a bit rough, but as soon as you leave this, like, I'm going. I got friends in Japan. I got friends in Italy. I'm going to a whole new continent and country. <laughs> Next thing you know. I will see y'all later. I'm not playing with y'all. No, no, no. Excuse it, me. What would you do if some <laughs> random Yakuza dude just started running from you? This is from Colombia. Bruh, that would be crazy. But <laughs> I'm also, all my friends that are overseas are on military bases. So you're going to be hard pressed to get to me. Cause that's where I'm going to go be. I mean, I guess if they get you, they de- it's just like if you just sit in here napping, you wake up and some dudes list just like, I mean, you deserve this. Yeah, like you work you, for this. <laughs> you you got on base and everything. You work for this. You got it. It's just like like I do I did the most that I could do. I said, you know, I'm leaving the country. I made this as hard as I could possibly and make I'm it. I'm going to a government affi- affi- affiliated base. You gotta come. You did and get this shit on real. hard mode, bro. Yeah, yeah, you did. How did you do this? Ex- at least explain to me. Actually, how did you get on base and get, <laughs> right? and get into this my friend's house? This nigga dry as fuck. Please, <laughs> please give me water. I just, <laughs> <laughs> nigga, your list gonna be chopped in a bitch. Oh I'm my god, you had to crawl through a fucking yeah, mine. You, you learned every part yeah, of that. Yeah, you got this. I had to disarm five. Five landmines. Yeah, nigga no. missing ten dreads. Yeah, you fucking yeah, no, get in here. Yeah, no, I'm not going quietly. I'm not going to be the fuck. They say, hey, we need you to do this. I, I got you. You're right. I, I'm gonna do it. When are they? When are they coming? So I can be prepared. Let me get my things in order. All right. We know the raid's gonna happen this day. Cool. Cool. I was this nigga about to put gone. his head down. Like, yeah, you got me. No, no, I'm going to be in a whole. I'm gonna let them leave and think that I'm gonna take this charge okay. before these niggas get here. I'm leaving <laughs> and going to a whole new country. Y'all gotta catch me. Catch me Earn if you this. can. Earn this. Leonardo DiCaprio. I never said steal for no ass whooping. <laughs> and I damn sure ain't saying steal for one now. Earn this. Catch me. <laughs> like, what are you about? Hey, my mama knew. Hey, you have to catch him if you they want. They don't come here just like I've been yanked into the bathroom when it was completely dark because she knew <laughs> he's not gonna come when it's when he's in trouble and I want to give him some punishment. No, no, I'm in trouble. You want to punish? I will run <laughs> and escape. So I walk past Bravo. Get in here! Oh, she fucking <laughs> goddamn it! I guess I'm getting the whooping. Hey, you, you earned Damn. it. I'm gonna no. I'll run out the house and climb a tree. Your mom was fucking Batman. <laughs> yeah, because fucking dark. Yeah, because I would literally run out the house and climb up the tree. Set trip. Come down here. No, you come up here and get me. 
She gonna start pre- <laughs> and as soon as you start climbing up, start pre- it was just like you I'm gonna have to move up higher. No, I'm, you start climbing as down. As soon as she come up, I'm hopping down. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the ground and I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> you older, you not hopping out of nothing. <laughs> Climb your ass down and try and catch me, but I'm gone now. I'm not staying for a whooping. What? She starts Stay set. here and I'm let you bad. hit me. I set up preemptive trip lines, all types mm-hmm. of wild things. Yeah, no, she's <laughs> like I said, she was just. Her thing was just, it was either, all right, don't go to sleep. I've been whooped out of sleep so many times. <laughs> it's the worst thing in the world. Oh my God. What the fuck? God damn it. Ah, I shit, I was up. tired. <laughs> it is what it is. Because she's like, I'm not about to chase you. That's cool because I'm not about to come to you either. <laughs> so, uh, damn. All right, don't go to sleep. Or she would just be lying and wait somewhere and then now I'm yanked up. <laughs> yeah. Yanked oh. up. All right, well, shit. I guess you Batman's got here. You got this one. Or if I would come if I was already at a dead end and it's you and no outway. Come a, get this. All right. So it's there's all right, bet. Do I get the benefit of coming if I would have originally? No, no, no. Not no, at no, all. I, I don't want to be like, come here and you making it worse and then it just be bad. I don't know no degree just, of difference from never, an ass yeah, from, from the like, super you know ass what? It was never good in the first place. So, right. so I'm just not coming to this. Come to the ass open. Come here, you How make about, me mad. No. You're make it worse. Uh, you come to me. So you want to do something to me. I don't want it. And I don't want it to happen. So Yeah, yeah, no, I would run I'd run. I was I was a runner. Yeah, fuck that. I'm a runner, I'm a track star. Yeah, I would run and I would and I'd blame other people for things. I'd set shit on fire and then blame my cousins. They did that. Well, why didn't you stop them? Not my job. Also, not it, Thank you, Charles. Thank you. <laughs> That's just like no. the minute you get out of the once you get out of the box, it's just like, well, if I'm out of the box, I'm not about to put myself bit back in the box. I'm an only child. It's not my problem. I don't know what they were Why doing. Why don't y'all just leave adult? Why aren't adults here? And I just saw it burnt, but I didn't do that. I put it out. Yeah, that was them. I know I didn't put it out. See, I would do like I do really like interesting shit. Like we had this like little like you know what a chalice is, right? Yes. We would have like little mini chalices. So and we had this like little like bronze tray. I would fill them all up with uh alcohol fire. and set them on fire and then cut all the lights off in the house and walk into the bathroom like I was like and put like a hood on in my robe and walk like I was like some type of like dark priest and everything <laughs> and then I would throw it into the sink and set the whole bowl of the sink on fire I All was right. wild <laughs> with fire this yeah. just ends yeah. Tony yeah. might Even be a pyro maniac was like, this man, has been I an episode of fire. conscious yeah. reconstruction yeah. yeah. you want to touch fire like Riley? comment do all your no. things it looks uh, so cool. I'm like, oh, thank fuck. you and have a nice evening. We're out.